bell has rung and after buying out the merch tables, the Cassock Club is now taking their seats at ringside. Opening up on the undercard from the East Coast with his weekly shout out to Britt Baker, DMD, and with particular excitement because at long last she liked one of his tweets. It's me, the Reverend Matt Rhodes. From the West Coast, the mid-carter Rev, who, if he thought Vince McMahon or Tony Khan would let him do it, would storyline the dangerous new seasonal lucha heel wrestler Especia de Calabaza, otherwise known as Pumpkin Spice, Michael Sadev. And the main eventer from the Gulf Coast, our moderator, reigning Golden Singture champion, and someone who would have been horrible as a character in the movie Gremlins, because even after being told not to, he can't help but feed the trolls the Reverend Worth Stewart. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. I can barely get through that intro. Oh, I didn't get through it. I didn't get through it. I, I forgot to mute myself during the intro, Matt. I'm sorry. No, no worries. Hey, good doing? Lord. That was... Oh, tell oh me, my who's, what's my wrestler gosh. again? Pumpkin Spice? Pumpkin Spice, but since it's a lucha wrestler, it's Especia de Calabaza. <laughs> Spice he comes from pumpkin. Spain. Goodness. That. <laughs> wow. So there you go. There's your week eight intro. It can that. only go down from here. Man, week eight, gentlemen. Week Michael, that's Ocho. Eight. Semana de Ocho. Semana de Ocho. Man, how about that? Guys, it's good to see you. How we doing? Doing well. Good to see you all. Yeah. I mean, after that intro, can't do much better. Oh, uh, how how are we how are we gonna top that? We might as well just end the show right now after the intro. <laughs> There's one way, and it's There's... maybe maybe we just create our own federation. Yeah, we're gonna create our own federation. So we've got, you know, we've been feeling a little drafty recently, right? So the uh, WWE draft had happened starting last Friday, ended Monday on Monday Night Raw, and we thought it might be pretty cool for us to have our own draft so we one that agreed. made sense one that and made actually sense. had logic oh what <laughs> what a logical draft a logical with logical storylines oh my goodness you bite your tongue michael <laughs> um yeah so what we're gonna do is we're gonna have the cassock club draft and what we're gonna have happen at the Cassock Club draft. We're going to have six rounds of drafting. We're going to draft only from a WWE roster. It can be um, anyone uh, on the main roster or NXT. Um, similar rules as the WWE draft, but just a little bit different. You can draft tag team. You can draft factions. You can split up tag teams. You can split up factions. You draft singles wrestlers. The only thing that you have to do is in one of the six rounds, you have to draft a female. Give Divas a chance. In one of the six rounds. So what this is basically going to be is there's going to be three brands. There's going to be the Worth brand. There's going to be the Matt brand. There's going to be the Michael brand. We are going to draft to each of the brands, tell you why we're drafting them, tell you about maybe what storylines we're thinking about for them, how we're going to set it up. These people that we draft are going to be the cornerstones of our individual brands. I'm excited about it. I think you guys are excited about it. We've been doing some talking. We've been kind of seeing how we could tweak it, seeing how we can make it really cool. We think we got something that's going to be a lot of fun for you to listen to. And when we get done with it, we want you to join us on Twitter at, at Cassett Club. 
C-A-S-S-O-C-K-C-L-U-B. Tell us what you think about it. We're going to post our brands, who's on our brands, and you can tell us who's ready to go, whose show would you watch, who's, who are you ready to follow, who's got the best one, and then tell us who we missed. Any, did I miss anything, guys? No, I think you got it. Um, can we draft, draft order? We're going to have the draft order. So, of course, the Golden Cincture champion and me, I'm going to go first. I'm going to have the first pick in the first round, number one overall pick. And then we decided before the show who's going to go second and who's going to go third. I'm going to go first. Michael's going to go second. Matt's going to go third. And then second round, it's going to be like we've done our Trinity list. We're going to snake draft it. So at the end of the first round, um, Matt will go. And then at the beginning of the second round, Matt will go. And so it'll go worth Mike, Matt, Matt, Mike, worth, and so on and so forth until everybody has picked all six of their wrestlers to feature on their brand. And I'm telling you right now, guys, you are not ready for my brand, for my number one pick. Maybe you are ready, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to bring the heat. Very first pick. I'm excited. Well, well, I think you're on the clock. So get, uh, let's boo Roger Goodell or boo. Stephanie McMahon or boo. whoever's out here. Eric Bischoff. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and formally announce Worth Federation is on the clock with the number one pick of the Cassock Club Draft 2020. Worth selects the fiend Bray Wyatt. Oh! I'm so we you, all <laughs> I have been on the fiend from the beginning. I have been I have I have loved the fiend from the beginning. I love what they did. I'm disappointed in what the writing has done with it, especially early on with the Seth Rollins crap that happened. Um, I wish we could erase all of that from history. Um, I wish we could erase really all of his title runs from history because I don't think he's needed the title. Uh, but he is who I'm going to build my brand on. His aptitude for storytelling, his ability to draw you in as an audience and to make you feel things. That is why he is my number one pick. That is why he is going to lead my brand onward and upward. Bray Wyatt is my number one pick. Until he randomly shows up on one of our programs. Whoa, 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 whoa. This isn't, this isn't, hey, Vince McMahon ain't and, running this show, okay? And why? Hashtag just, just cause. Hey, listen, we're gonna have as, as few just cause moments in our federation as possible. <laughs> All right, Michael. I'm, I'm scrambling a bit. Oh. <laughs> because that was my number I one pick. Was. So I'm not sh th this is who I'm going to go with for the number two pick. I wish I would have gotten Bray Wyatt, but he is still under contract, believe it or not. And so I am choosing this person to, down to fill my Chris Jericho, Jericho role to get those casuals and those eyeballs on the TV from his Marvel movies and everything else under the sun. How about a little heel turn? John Cena! Wow! We're life. This is basic thugonomics. So here's the deal. I need a Chris Jericho. I need somebody who, when they're flipping through the channel and they see this guy on the screen, the people go, wow, I've got to check that out. 
And there's no bigger star apart from The Rock, who I just checked is not under contract. Otherwise, I would have drafted him. Um, uh, We'll do that better than the one and only John Cena. And he's he's getting married. And so he's going to want to pay for his honeymoon. Uh, And you know what? Us at the Michael Federation, we got that cash. You're willing to you're willing to fork it over for the one and only John Cena. That's right. Back up the Brinks truck. So with my first pick, it is the one and only John Cena. Over to you, Matt. You are on the clock. All right. Well, in coming up with mine, I needed to come up with some criteria. So what I came up with are people that have solid match records. Uh, They have proven experience as main eventers. They have proven experience as title holders, people that can carry a division. They've got charisma. They can get a crowd fired up. So I'm going to go way out of probably what you all are expecting. And for the overall number three pick, the number one pick for the Matt Federation, I'm taking somebody that's athletic, young, great finisher, two-time title holder in NXT, NXT UK, and NXT here. I am going with my cornerstone, Rhea Ripley. Whoa! Whoa! What? First pick! Did not see that coming! Looking at old matches of hers over the last two years with Baszler and matches for the NXT UK title, NXT US title, uh, and she's 24 years old. Here's somebody you can build an entire women's division around that will be around for a long time, has got charisma, athleticism, and I think ultimately will be that person to use what Michael was talking about will get you to stop if you're flipping channels and watch her matches. So my first pick is Rhea Ripley. Wow, I love it. Wow. That, what a move. My goodness. Holy smokes. I've almost fell out of, Michael and I both almost fell out of our chair. (laughs) Yeah. I wish wish you could see the Zoom feed of this, everybody (laughs) listening at home, because Michael and I both about jumped out (laughs) off the screen. I think that that is the the first shock of the night. Yeah. Well, unless he's got a shock at his number two pick. Matt Rhodes, you are back on the clock. Again, somebody with a track record, charisma, titles, uh, but it's somebody that I don't think has been fully utilized. Um, I think WWE has missed the mark big time with him. Um, He's held some titles, but it's just not the same and I think that if you're trying to build a new federation and it's booked wisely and booked well this could be somebody that could carry it at least for several years and give it some stature so with the overall number four pick and the number two pick for the Matt Federation I'm going with Shinsuke Nakamura Matt coming in hot wow Wow. Strong style is alive yeah. in the Matt Federation. We're going British strong style to, to straight Japanese out of Japan. Strong. I yeah. love it. That's good. Wow. Off to a strong start there. Off to a strong start. Well, moving on, the king of strong style was, was certainly on my list. Um, but I am happy to draft 
what can I say? Some would call them prophets. Some would say undisputed, baby. The undisputed era! Shock of the system. I'm taking Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly, and Roderick Strong. All of them are in the prime of their career and still have legs to go. Adam Cole, I think, is, is possibly one of the next breakout stars for this business. There is few better workers than Kyle O'Reilly, and Bobby Fish and Roderick Strong have yet to show even a fifth of their potential out on NXT. So I'm taking the bag. I'm taking all the gold, and I'm taking the Undisputed Era. Man. Very nice. I was trying to decide if I wanted to pick Undisputed Era or just one of them, Mm. and the one of them being Adam Cole. Uh, Man. Ah, I'm sad they're coming off my draft board. I'm sad about that. That is a great pick. Great faction pick. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Um, Okay. So my number two pick on the clock, my number two pick is AJ Styles. Oh, throwing up. I'm taking AJ Styles. AJ Styles is someone who is the veteran, who is, uh, you know, as 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 good as technical as it gets. Someone who is a solid foundation. Um, and, a great carpenter. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Because the house that AJ Styles built. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah that, was, that, <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was good. That was good. That was the R-Truth joke, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah perfect. <laughs> you, do you also build condos? <laughs> uh, that was great. Um, yeah, AJ Styles, I, I've, I've appreciated him um, since really was introduced to him full on at uh, Wrestle Kingdom 10 against Shinsuke Nakamura. Was that 10? I believe it was. Um, yeah. Just in a completely unbelievable match before either of them were, were in WWE. Number two pick is AJ Styles. For my number three pick, are you guys ready for this? Probably not. I'm for my For my number three pick, I have big plans for this wrestler. Big plans this wrestler is going to get pushed even more so than this wrestler probably already gets pushed anytime this wrestler is on TV. But I have something, I have a plan that will be bigger than anything. It's possibly the biggest WrestleMania match. I hate match how you keep saying big. Ever. <gasps> the Queen, Charlotte Flair. Wow. Wow. The Queen. Charlotte Flair. And and I'll tell you what I'm going to do with Charlotte Flair. I'm going to probably get whoever has the title, the, the, the worth brand title. And Charlotte Flair is going to fight that wrestler at WrestleMania in the main event of WrestleMania and is going to become the first woman to ever win that title. How about that? 
I was going to say the WWE title, but it's not the WWE title. It's the Worth brand title. But I guess it could be the WWE title. Could be. Could be. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Uh, the One of the first, I guess it would be the first intergender match to happen at the main event of WrestleMania. It's going to be perfect. It's going to be so good. I love it. I love it. Charlotte Flair is my third pick. Yeah, I mean, it's hard, it's hard to, to go against Charlotte Flair. Uh, on any level yeah i mean she's the best women's wrestler in the world and one of the, you know one of the best in wrestlers in the world period there you go number three pick charlotte flair i got a good brand right now guys that it's it's really good looking since, looking great and since wrestlemania is trademarked i think you need to call it worth a mania yeah well we'll get we'll get there, <laughs> we'll get there. Cross, cross that bridge and we get to it that's right well Seeing as how I think I am developing a, uh, a unique and interesting brand with a certain style, we've got, uh, just to remind the folks, we have John Cena and all of the Undisputed Era. Joining them will be another man who can work uh, and has taught people uh, a few things, death-defying things that um, have really... I think flown over people's heads, but he's the one and the only Ricochet. Oh, whoa, wow, man, we've got our draw, we've got our workers, and this guy is gonna produce some of the most high flying, crazy spots that we're gonna put on the poster, we're gonna put it in the trailer. And people are going to say, Will Ospreay who? Yeah, I like it. I like it. I like Ricochet. I like Ricochet a lot. All right, Matt. You All right. Well, for my next one, uh, I was torn. I didn't know whether to go with Michael Cole or Charlie Caruso, and I decided not to go with either one of them. Uh, <laughs> they're both under contract, so they count. Um, this is a guy that has held tag gold, but had a big push a few years ago that I think he got sold short on. I think they should have pushed him over. He had the crowd behind him at every Monday night in a huge way. Um, and I think they missed the boat. So when he leaves WWE and comes to the Matt Federation, he's gonna get the push he deserves. I'm talking about the Swiss Superman, Cesaro. Ooh, I like Cesaro. I like that pick. So you got the tag team of Shinsuke and Cesaro. Yeah. Yep. You, Man. Weren't they, what was their tag team before now? Uh, I couldn't tell you. I think yeah. it's just well, I think, I think that tells you everything you need to know. They're single stars. <laughs> and yeah. that's why I, it's another situation where I think WWE and trying to build up the tag division just pulled two singles wrestlers and said, guess what? You're a team and threw them out there and they've done well, but I don't know. I just think they're so much better individually than they are yeah. as, as a team. So my third pick, and I think that's the ninth overall, I'm going with Cesaro. That's good. And then I'm going to wrap around and I'm going to go back for a second cornerstone for the women's division, charisma, great energy, arrogant has this, self-assured cockiness when she walks out that uh you know face or heel i think it's just uh it's all over the place and she gets a pop from the crowd regardless of how she comes out 
So for the second cornerstone of my women's division, I'm going with the seven-time champ in different areas, Sasha Banks. I knew it. Oh, I knew wow. it would be Sasha Banks. Wow. And truth be Sasha versus Ripley. That's going to be something. It's going to be a nice that'll feud. Yeah, that'll be really be nice. a nice feud. I like it. But uh, I, you know, truth be told, I with everything that's been going on with her lately and her uh, feud with Bailey, I completely forgot she was an NXT title winner. I keep forgetting about all these NXT titles just because they're getting so over in uh, in the main shows. So yeah, so Sasha is the number ten overall. We're getting to the nitty gritty here. We're getting down to it, and I, you know, I've got my high flyer. I've got my great workers. Yep. In the undisputed era, and Ricochet. I've got my star of the show that brings the casuals in, John Cena. What I need now, what I need now is a big man. I need a bruiser. Don't do it. Oh. I need. Okay. Don't do it. A general. No. I need <laughs> no. Imperium along with the one and only. Walter! You stole and, my pick. And of course, I am taking along with that Alexander, Wolf, Fabian, and Marcel. And together, we've got some hosses, my friends. We've got the biggins along with the high flyers, and ain't nobody can shop better than my guy Walter. Wait, so you're taking the entire faction of Imperium? I am indeed. Ooh, okay. How you like me now? Okay. <laughs> that is, man. Whew. Okay. And uh, we're already set for faction warfare. I want, yeah. I want that in mind, which you know, I love me some faction warfare. You do. I love it too. It's a good. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. Oh man. Okay. So this complicates things for me because I was, <laughs> I was going to go Walter with my next pick. All right, so I'm going to go, you know what? I'm just going to make it happen. I'm just going to go ahead and do it. I'm going to pull the trigger. This may be a popular pick with some, maybe an unpopular pick with some others, but it's kind of hard to believe that, that this guy has lasted this long into the, what are we, a fourth round? Fourth round, into the fourth round, yep. Roman Reigns. You I know, he, he, he's on my board. He's on my board. I think he's hard to what, deny. Well, I think he's doing the best work he's ever done right now. And Absolutely. I think I would I would love for him to, um, if, if he's coming over to the Worth brand, he's going to stay doing that. He's going to be the tribal chief. He is going to be the one who is going to let everybody know that this is his island and you play by his rules. And... I, I love what he's doing. He's going to bring Paul Heyman along with him because that gummit Paul Heyman is, is just so good and has uh, upped Roman's character as well. Um, I'm going to pick Roman Reigns in the fourth round. All right. Good pick. So in the okay. fifth, the fifth round, do we want to, do we want to pause and give everybody a review of who has what right now? Sure, sure. So, first four picks for the Worth Federation were The Fiend, AJ Styles, Charlotte Flair, and Roman Reigns. For the Michael Federation, we've got John Cena, The Undisputed Era, 
Ricochet and Imperium. Ooh, and for good. the Matt Federation, we've got Rhea Ripley, Shinsuke Nakamura, Cesaro, and Sasha Banks. So there is your recap moment. That's good. Man, this is fun. I like this a lot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is, uh, we're getting a little more muddy here, but I think, um, I think I'm ready to make my next pick. And I think that my next pick has to be Finn Balor. Oh, man. You're taking my Bullet Club Faction Warfare. So, hey. You can come on over to the worst brand anytime. We can have we can have rival uh, rival brands. I think Roman Reigns and John Cena would be a fun match. You know, um, I think oh, Imperium Imperium versus you Charlotte. Know. Yeah, well, that, yeah, exactly. That, that, that's fine with me. I just want the AEW NWA deal where my guys go over. <laughs> yeah, whatever, whatever. All right, Finn Balor. That's good. I like it. Great pick. I like All right. It. So this is tough. This is tough. All right. So for my next pick, my fifth pick overall, I've got the big men. I've got the workers. I've got the high flyer. And I've got the star and John Cena. Now I'm rounding this thing out with somebody, with somebody who can talk the talk as well as he can go. This guy is charismatic. He's put on huge matches uh, that have left a stun and some of the best promos and storylines in all of wrestling. I am going. I can beat a McMahon senseless. Kevin Owen. Oh, I like it. I love KO, man. I love that. That's a great pick. He's a glue guy, you know? He's a glue guy. He's the glue guy. I like that a lot. I like that pick robbed again i like that pick fight owens fight all right well now i'm scrambling because i'm gonna get my fifth pick so for my fifth you know using michael's logic i've got youth i've got athleticism i've got charisma i don't have anybody filling that Chris Jericho style AEW role where you bring in somebody just to be the flag bearer for the first year or two, just to get the ball rolling. Mm -hmm. So I had to go with somebody like that. You talk about somebody that has had phenomenal matches, legendary matches, matches that are perpetually in top 10 lists on YouTube and just about everywhere else on the web. Somebody that can talk, that can still wrestle but can do it like jericho where it's adapted and limited and it's the person that will be that standard bearer for the first year or two and still under contract i don't feel bad for what i did i'm going with edge i wondered if somebody would pull the trigger i wondered i'm not gonna lie he was on my list if 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 we got down the list far enough he was i would have been happy to take him that's a good pick matt I will say this is also our third consecutive week with an edge mention. That's right. So he is a, he's obviously beloved amongst the Cassett club. You think you know me. (laughs) Okay. Now really scrambling. Final pick. Final pick. 
Oh, yeah. And Chris Masters is not still under contract, so I couldn't go to my fallback guy. <laughs> um, I tell you, I got to go, and I don't think I would have gotten this person because I got robbed on three others, half my list you guys took. I'm going to go with somebody that has got charisma, has gotten pushed again like so many others and then gets to a point where the push just ends and I don't know if it's because of anything backstage or his own personality or the way he works or what people have against him but he's somebody that I think has just been so close so many times had a world title once but it was kind of a forgettable run for me I am going to go with Dolph Ziggler I'm here to show the Wow. Oh, hey, the man can work. The man can work. You got your worker and, uh, and a, a hometown boy out of Hollywood, Florida. That's right. That man can work for sure. That's not a bad pick at all. So my worker, my legend, my youth, my charisma, there is the completion of the six cornerstones for apparently a six-sided building for <laughs> the Mass hey, Federation. It's, it's, it's like the old TNA ring. You know what I'm saying? That's right. right. I think we found out what brand Matt is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. making an impact. <laughs> yeah. And now we roll back for the final pick to the Michael Federation. That's right. Let's go, Michael. Let's well, go. you know, uh, obviously, you know, if Matt uh, likes himself a six-sided ring, well, I like myself an octagon. <laughs> I don't know if you realize... Well, there's somebody who's still under contract and it's been kept just a bit quiet. I've got my big man. I've got my workers. I've got my star. I've got my charisma. I've got my high flyer, but I don't have my women's champion cornerstone and she's coming and she's coming in her heels. That's Rhonda Rousey. Oh my goodness. That is a mighty rowdy dick. They say save the best for last. An old rowdy Ronda Rousey's coming in hot. Wow. I was wondering who you were gonna take with your final pick. I knew it had to be a, a woman because you hadn't a pick, you hasn't you had not up to this point used your woman pick yet. Wow, that's good. That's good. Any word on her coming back? Yes. So she is extended through uh, her original contract was April 2021. And then there was some idea, well, maybe she was let go. Maybe, you know, they broke the contract. But Paul Heyman has just recently said, well, I don't know why everybody thinks that her contract's done. Maybe it's been extended. Maybe she'll come up with a surprise. Who knows when and where? So, uh, and just the other day, she was, uh, an Instagram picture of her at the PC was that. leaked out. So her return is imminent. Uh, but she'll be a little bit busy with, uh, the Michael Federation dates. So we'll have to work that out with her agent. Yeah, that's that'll be tricky. That'll be tricky. Um, we might need to talk some cross promotion here. Ronda Rousey, Rhea Ripley, the four R's match. <laughs> I'm, I'm up for it. I'm up for it. Again, uh, I have the Tony Khan booking though. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. And we are back to Worth for the final pick for Worth of Mania. So the final pick in the Cassock Club draft 2020. This is going to be no doubt be a very controversial pick. But I'm ready for it. Are you ready for it? 
Are you ready? I'm just kidding. Oh my God. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to do that. But I am going to do this. For the final pick, I'm going with a faction pick. I'm going with. Oh, I think I know where you're going. No, you don't. I'm going with Retribution. Oh, get out of here. Because listen, I believe I can save Retribution. I can book Retribution way better than they're being booked right now. Worth, you can't save them all. And I can save this one, Michael. (laughs) I can save this one. Listen, I'm going to take Retribution. I'm going to make them legit. I'm going to make it make sense. No chance. Ali is not the leader. Ali is not either. I just want you to say I'm drafting Flatjack and T-Bar. No, because we're going to change their names. As soon as they get to our federation, we're changing their names. It's it's Slapjack, by the way, not Uh, Sorry. Uh, Sorry I gave him a stupid name. He's not a pancake, (laughs) Michael. Listen, I'm going to save them. I'm going to save this. I can save the fiend. I'm going to save everybody. It's going to be great. And the great thing is it won't cost you a dime because if you're really going to do with retribution what needs to be done, you don't need to sign them to contracts. I'm I'm That's true. Yeah, that's true. I'm yeah, I'm not even going to give them a contract. They're just going to come on in, you know, cuz they like me. Uh <laughs> It's going to be great. I people on Twitter are going to hate this. People listening are going to do the same thing that y'all did and yell people and on scream. This, on this podcast. People on this podcast are going <laughs> to hate this. We're just laying the groundwork. But listen, I think there's some serious potential with Dio Madden. We already know that, like, being being honest, Dio Madden, he has the size. He looks like a million bucks. Um, we already know Dijakovic can work, right? He's a big guy, big athletic guy. We already know Mia T-bar Yim is, is great. Yeah, is T-bar. great. Um, T-bar, T-Bar, listen, T-Bar is great, okay? Uh, T-Bar, yes, anyway. So – uh, we already know Mia Yim is good. Um, I, you know, whether Mercedes Martinez stays or not, you know, you know, uh, best of luck in her future endeavors. Uh, from, from current retribution, if she can't stay on, um, I'm going to save them. I'm going to save them. Uh, like I said, Mustafa Ali is not the leader. We're going to keep adding more and more bigger and bigger, bigger names. It's going to keep building and building and building until there are a number of, uh, of people involved. Um, and then we're going to reveal who the actual leader is. Um, and do you want me to tell you who I'm going to book as the leader? Well, since, yeah. it's your, since it's your federation, I'm just going to guess that somebody's going to be standing in the middle of the ring in a hooded cloak and pull it down, and it's going to be It was going. me, Austin! <laughs> it was me the whole time! Close. The leader, the full leader, and... All right, and, and just a timeout, because I really, really want them to do this in real life, but I don't think they're going to, because it just makes too much sense. I want the real leader to be Triple H. And, and I, what I want to happen is the old man's not getting out of the way. I think we talked about this story. Yeah, last, yeah. Right? I think we did this in our Pusher Barry. Yeah. The old man's not getting out of the way. It's time for the old man to finally get out of the way. The ratings suck. The wrestlers aren't happy. People are leaving. Uh, you know, people want out of their contracts. Blah, 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 blah. Um, 
it, it's time for the new uh, enough is enough and it's time for a change. No, but, but for real, it, it's time. And uh, we're just getting the same stuff over and over again. We need new blood in the leadership. That is why Triple H is coming after Vince McMahon's spot to take over for retribution, for keeping him down long enough and not taking into consideration the great things that he's done with NXT and not believing that NXT is worth anything. That's going to be his motivation. We're going to have people like The Miz in retribution. We're going to have people... Um, Good luck like, signing him because this is a very ambitious plan. Um when you're injecting a lethal dose of poison Listen, into uh, into your own federation. But best I, of luck. Best of luck. I'm all about ambition. I'm nothing if not ambitious, Michael. That's right. Um, now, if you, if and, then, want- and then we're coming after Undisputed Era, unless Undisputed Era is also in retribution. Bum, 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 bum. They're, they're <laughs> not. I'm just going to. Yeah, they're, they're not. not. No, you're right. They're not. No. They're not. They're now, Worth, if you want to feel better about your chances on Twitter with our reading and tweeting audience out there, I'll just throw this out. Retribution, the leader, has got to be somebody that feels like they've been pushed out. Years of dedication have gotten them kicked to the curb. They're not being appreciated. They're not being loved. They're not being paid. Somebody that's been talking about a big announcement on Twitter, and we got almost a big announcement today, and then it kind of slid on by... I think the leader of Retribution, just to make people feel better about worst pick, is going to be Gerald Briscoe. Gerald Briscoe. <laughs> if you haven't had a chance to follow him and see his videos, look, pause this podcast and go over and, and just take a look down the Briscoe rabbit hole. As homeboy, Michael, looks like, homeboy looks like Lemony Snicket over there. As hang, we were tweeting back or texting back and forth to each other earlier today, his most recent video has a lot going on. Oh, there's a lot. There's a lot going on. Um, anyway, all right. That's my last pick. Retribution, whom I'm going to save, is my last pick. That's the last pick of the Cassett Club Draft 2020. We're going to post our draft picks, our cornerstones of our brands, of our federation. Um, you let us know what you think about it. Let us know at Cassett Club, C-A-S-S-O-C-K-C-L-U-B on Twitter. Uh, hit us up, like, follow, all that kind of stuff. Uh, retweet it. We love a good retweet. Um, tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. And for the re- quick recap, Worth took The Fiend, AJ Styles, Charlotte Flair, Roman Reigns, Finn Balor, and Retribution. Michael. Hey, watch John- how you say that. <laughs> <laughs> Michael took John Cena, The Undisputed Era, Ricochet, Imperium, Kevin Owens and Ronda Rousey. Strong. And Matt, who picked the list that you all need to vote for, is Rhea Ripley, Shinsuke Nakamura, Cesaro, Sasha Banks, Edge, and Dolph Ziggler. So when you vote, you want to vote for the Matt Federation. Yeah. (laughs) Well, let's, if if, uh, last week's poll is any indication, uh, I'll be winning by 57% of the votes, just like last week. Oh, get out of here. Whatever. To quote George Washington, first in war, first in peace, and I'm last in everything else. (laughs) One day. Hey, look, Hell in a Cell's coming up. It's your chance to take the Golden Cincture. Yep, that's right. It's your chance to take the Golden Cincture. Yeah, next week on the show, we'll have have our picks for Hell in a Cell. Um, This was a lot of fun. I liked the draft. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yes, it's good. I feel like we I could have gone like twelve rounds, uh, but I don't know how many people would have stuck with us for that. Yeah, one, but <laughs> maybe maybe one day. I think six was six was just the optimal amount. Yeah. Um, so what else we got for him? So I think now it's time for Michael's favorite segments of yep. the week. You ready? Boys, I thought you'd never ask. It's time to begin with our International Wrestling Minute. Uh, and as we open up our International Wrestling Minute uh, qu quite quickly, uh, there's been some news. There has certainly been some news. One of the most interesting things is at building off of last week, we saw Tanahashi on TNT. We saw a number of, of folks reach out, AEW references uh, through Twitter and on the show about New Japan. Cody was asked about this and uh, responded in a little bit of a damp towel kind of way. Take, tell me what your read on this is. Right. Cody, Cody says, our, our walls are down, our doors are open. But I but don't ever expect to see AEW run a joint promoted show. Does that mean that, uh, you know, he goes on to reference uh, that there is already a cross promotional um, relationship with John Moxley and Jericho, mm -hmm. um, Thunder Rosa and the NWA, but he doesn't seem to envision a possibility uh, of like the Ring of Honor, New Japan, Madison Square Garden show. Is that something we would want to see uh, with AEW, or is he right in that he, we've got too much pride in our own brand to partner up with some other folks? I think that's right. I think I think he's right with that. Um, and you know, this isn't anything that's new, right? I mean, I mean, not even talking after. Like, I'm I'm even talking post territory days where you know people shared everybody, but. Um, it wasn't Christian shared with with Impact because of some deal that they made, right? Uh, yeah, back they, in there, the was, there was a, there was a short deal made over uh, having Ric Flair's uh, Hall of Fame ceremony. That's right. And they they could have anybody they wanted. They could have had the Undertaker show up in the Impact Zone, but Dixie Carter and in her infinite wisdom went with right. Christian. Wanted Christian, and so um, and I think, and I think it was a good thing. I, I think that was, that was good. So I, I agree. I think that's the way to go. Um, you know, I, I think if you do do a true, they don't need to do a co a co-promoted show. Um, I think ring of honor needs it way more. Oh yeah. Um, ring of honor always benefited. From I mean, more. they, they, they have always needed that um some may disagree out there in twitter land but um but i think it's safe to say that that aew doesn't need that um they've got enough people but i i do think bringing in a couple of guys like or you know whatever just like they've done with nwa would be great and it'd be hot too i think it would be so cool to see it i think it's a short-term swerve I don't hear mm. that as shutting the door on it permanently. And to worst point, yeah, AEW may not need it, but AEW is also looking to grow. And you look at how big WWE is internationally. This might be an opportunity for AEW to get their foot in the door on a more international scene and do a little bit more direct competition. So I... I think Cody's just being sly. I mean, think about over a year ago when the three of us were sitting around talking and thought, 
oh man, what's going on? I wonder if Jericho and the Bucks and Cody are coming up with their own federation and we got laughed at. It's like, no, they're not going to do that. Jericho's going to do his own thing. He's happy. He's got his money. Here we are 18 months later with solid competition for WWE arising out of something we were sitting around talking about that a lot of folks thought was a joke. So it's true. I never, I never discount anything because I don't know. I think there's more to it than Cody's letting on. No, I, I, you know, I agree. And we don't get enough credit for calling this early, but I will also say, um, give us more credit. Give us more credit. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, I went to all in, um, and there was something so awesome about seeing the NWA title defended on the same show as the Ring of Honor title, as uh, the the and uh, the New Japan the IWGP Heavyweight Champion wrestling in one of the co-main events. Um, there's something special and in, in the spirit of of that kind of mega event that I think you know Cody is a wrestling fan as well, and I think he understands that those are markers that people remember for a long time. Um, so, so I wouldn't discount it either. In well, uh, I, on uh, that note, speaking of all in, they've already done it. True, but they haven't had our like the 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 head to head sort of uh, uh, you know combatant going on. Uh, but who knows? Who knows? You it's, know what still blows my mind about all in? If we're, we can just do a quick all in sidebar here, the last match. I mean, there's all those all those things, but the last match with Bandito, Rey Mysterio. And Ray Phoenix, wasn't that the... That was one team versus... Versus Kota Ibushi. The, the Golden Bucks. Elite, yeah. I mean, what? Well, yeah. I mean, when you when you look at it, right? Unbelievable. Ring of Honor champion. Yeah. The Bucks, which are, uh, obviously represent AEW. Ray Mysterio, a WWE guy through He's and through. Hall of Famer, right? Hall of Famer. Kota Ibushi, New Japan, uh, the flag bearer right now. Um, uh Ray Phoenix, another AEW, but AAA representative, yeah. and was just before All In the AAA World Champ. Um, it's it's pretty amazing. That was that was a special. I, I went back and watched that match pretty recently. Just that match, and it was crazy, especially the the rushed finish. Yeah. Again. But yeah. anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to get you sidetracked. But uh, please continue with your uh, international minute. We'll restart the clock, and and we're back on. Um, <laughs> The, the other sidebar for our New Japan, uh, our, our, our International Wrestling Minute, is uh, Minoru Suzuki was really interested in, the, in, our, in tonight's main event on AEW. He, of course, is famous for having gone through those hardcore matches with both John Moxley and Lance Archer. And he put out a message on Twitter letting people know that he would be watching, which gives us a little more insight into what sort of Matt's talking about in this New Japan acknowledgement of AEW and vice versa. But then just to quickly check back in on the G1 standings, everyone's favorite wrestling tournament, Kota Ibushi, Jay White, and Okada are leading in A block with 12 points each. And in B block, Naito and Evil are still leading the pack with 12 points. So that everything is evil um, that's been going on uh, over there. Now, Let's stop the clock, turn our attention to a bit of a mixture of talking indies and the heat of the week. We're going to do that right now as we have a merging card uh, in the spirit of AEW New Japan. 
you guys, you guys remember there was this wrestler who he's in a little bit of trouble right now and, and for good reason. Um, but he also sort of made a gimmick out of the trouble that he's in. Uh, Joey Ryan. Oh, no. Yeah. So Joey Ryan has found himself in some hot water. Um, but he's uh, essentially started to combat a little bit of this, uh, filing a $10 million lawsuit against the one and only Impact Wrestling, which I think if he wins and gets that $10 million, he might Could, get Impact Wrestling. Yeah, bankrupt the whole company. So, uh, you know, he's hitting back at that. Who knows whether or not that'll stick or it's not our place to comment on the actual uh, proceedings of it all. But it does interact into the wrestling world. And so um, figured I'd offer it up to you because we might be seeing the final days of Impact Wrestling, which is a company that just won't die. No, they, they have more money than that, right? I mean, certainly. <laughs> this isn't like the Dixie Carter days, right? I mean, they... Um, who who owns... Who owns... Anthem. Anthem Sports. Oh, it's like a conglomerate, like... Right, yeah, okay. and they bought Access as well. Oh, that's why they're on Access. Right, right. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, so that's not our only feat of the week. Uh, the one turning to our East Coast Rebs, favorite weekly shout-out, Britt Baker, DMD, doing oh. my best uh, intro uh, impression here. There's only one Matt, uh, Reverend Matt Rhodes. Um, <laughs> Britt Baker has a little heat with us fans. And... I don't think she's wrong. She has asked fans and has pleaded, please do not change the channel when AEW's women's division is on Dynamite. Apparently, the women's division consistently gets the lowest rated uh, ratings of, of, the, of the week. Yeah. Um, she's, she talked a little bit about how once COVID hit, their roster was decimated because most of their women were international. Then Chris Statlander got hurt. She got hurt. Um, and so they realize that and is trying to um, carry that on her back, which I think we've all thought for a long time she could. Mm -hmm. um, cue Matt. But uh, who, let's, you know, oh, do, do we, is there hope for the, for the women's division? Matt, oh, I'm, I'm going to let you take this first. Oh, I think there is. I mean, you know, uh, Britt's coming back next week for the first time in the ring. Uh, Statlander's been posting on her Instagram account about all of her rehab and the work she's doing. So she's on her way back. Uh, Swole is still there doing great. Sheeta's still there. Uh, you see a couple of other members of the division sitting ringside during Dynamite each week. I think they just have to put the focus back on it. I mean, the talent is there and the potential for some great rivalries, great storylines, great matches is there. Tony's just got to be intentional about putting the focus back on them. I agree. I think um, hopefully some of the international travel, not bans, but limits will be lifted a little bit and we'll get people, uh, we'll get some people back like, like Shanna, have some Shanna mania happening. You know, I love Shanna. I think Shanna's great. Um, and I'm looking forward to having her back when she can get back. Um, yeah, I, I just think, um, I think there's definitely hope. Um, I think Hikaru Shida is great. Um, I think she's, she's been done a great job as AEW Women's Champion. Um, I think 
I think when Britt Baker comes back, it's going to be, you know, it's going to get elevated that much more. I really do think that once, once the competition, like I think Britt Baker is one of those people who, um, you know, like a rising tide lifts all ships. I think she yep. can be that, that rising tide and, and kind of really bring everybody else up. Uh, she's just got to stay healthy. Yeah. yeah. I think Sheeta has done a good job, but I feel in some ways that we've seen her ceiling. Right. And, uh, and Britt Baker, you know, can get the handoff to take it to that next level. But here is our final Caliente Day moment of the week, the heat of the week. Um, and it's kind of a fun one. Um, you guys remember the stadium stampede? Oh, man, yeah. Hard to forget. Well, well the Bucks are not only trying to take down one uh, megalomaniac uh, modern day, uh, well, I, I'm just going to say bad guy, uh, in Vince McMahon, they're also sticking it to Roger Goodell because the NFL had some pretty big problems with the stadium stampede, uh, two of which being they really, really didn't want um, uh, Nick Jackson to do the moonsault off of the field goal post. And they were really unhappy with Chris Jericho hitting a Judas effect on a Jacksonville Jaguar mascot. Uh, but after getting those notes to Bucks in, in uh, only the way that they can, looked at it and super kicked it and said, we're going to do it anyway. So can the Bucks uh, win uh, a two-sided war against one crazy person uh, and then a, a modern-day dictator in Roger Goodell? It's the two sweet all over again, the cease and desist. That's, man, that's ridiculous. I, Isn't it? I mean, I think that's so absurd. Um don't they the weren't they weren't playing there's nothing happening they don't do they own the field goal posts I, like is is their brand being hurt that much i didn't i'll be i'll be honest i didn't even remember the field goal post spot because i remember the sammy guevara off the big platform with yeah the i know right mega spot any even more and also i also remembered you know hangman running riding the horse in um but I yeah mean, I, that's stupid Last time I checked, the Khan family owned the team and the stadium. So essentially, it's private property. I mean, I can't come to your house and and Hollywood and say, "Hey, Michael, quit playing that loud music and annoying everybody." You know, it's just I can tell you to turn it down, but what real impact can I have? Well, uh, Michael will just turn around and super kick you. Just like, <laughs> that's that's right, because because I'd be playing the best friends theme song and just letting you know. Uh, this one's for you, my best friends. And then we'll all come together and hug and the crowd will go crazy. Or, exactly. or, or alternately, I'll show up and Michael will try and turn up the music, but using the best friends analogy, he'll be too busy getting pinned to be able to get to the radio to turn it up. Oh. How dare you. How dare you, <laughs> Goodness. And we have one more segment of the Heat of the Week. It's Shots me versus Matt. fired. <laughs> Shots fired. An unexpected, <laughs> an unexpected heat of the week moment. <laughs> well, uh, boys, we're, we're, we can close it up after that one because we all just need to take five minutes. We're just, we're just giving, <laughs> we're just giving the people what they want. Giving the people what they want, guys. It's been a fun show. I enjoyed the draft. Yes. Um, like I said, um, like, subscribe, listen, download, give us a five star rating, all that good stuff uh listen this has been a lot of fun we've done this is the eighth week in a row 
I'm excited to see where this goes. We've got some some really great ideas going forward and uh, some potential like really, really, really fun stuff going forward that um, that we hope that uh, you'll stick around for and listen. Not you guys. I know y'all will be here, but I hope that <laughs> our, our listeners will stick around for and and uh, give us a follow on Twitter at Cassett Club, C-A-S-S-O-C-K-C-L-U-B. Um, and um, check us out. Uh, talk to us. We like talking back. We like talking smack. Uh, it's good. Flapjack and T-Bar. Flap slapjack. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to rescue the retribution, and you're going to be sorry when they come after your federation. Yeah. Any last yeah. words? Dead silence. That's right. That's all I got. <laughs> got any last words, Michael? You know, some clubs don't know if their leader is evil or Jay White. Some clubs have two guys making some <laughs> weird pay-per-views in their backyard when they're not in a six-sided ring. But the Cassock Club is for life. For life. Right. See y'all next week. No, still here? Well, we should reward such faith and endurance. How about an outtake from the Cassock Club's latest episode? Enjoy. So what is that last thing that you need? Do I need somebody who goes, ha, 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 and is bu- busy, busy living out with Becky Lynch? <laughs> no, I don't think I need that. What? what was that (laughs) (laughs) what i don't know what that was was, (laughs) i should i should have talked like seth rollins (laughs) 